Hi, it's Michael Anthony. And welcome to The Meat of It, a carnivore podcast about life. I'm in Fort Tryon Park, overlooking Inwood, New York. If you're watching the video, you can see right behind me. That's Inwood, New York. Not the Inwood you might be thinking of. There's at least one other Inwood that I know of, but I've never been there. It's actually, I think, in Long Island. I used to take the Long Island Railroad when I lived in Queens. I took that railroad so many times that I had the whole route memorized. I can To this day, Jamaica, Locust Manor, Laurelton, Rosedale, Valley Stream, Gibson, Hewlett, Woodmere, Cedarhurst, Lawrence, Inwood, and Far Rockaway. I promise you that was take one. By the way, it's a really windy day, so apologies if you hear wind or if the camera is shaking too much. Since it is so windy, I might have to keep it short and sweet here, but on the bright side, I'm gonna have more stuff coming up very soon, so... If it is short, hey, I'll make it up to you. I just put out a short video showing you my process of making Juicy Lucy Cheeseburger Balls. These were so delicious. It was my first time ever making them. And uh, the quality of the video was a little off because I was experimenting with a new camera. But I did take some good photographs and I put those into the video. Those were so delicious. And really, again, those were just a treat because I'm trying not to gain too much weight over here. But I really enjoyed it. That's the closest I come to a cheat meal, all right, is having a little bit of dairy. <laughs> so every now and then I give myself some dairy. And I think that there are some nutritional benefits because I'm getting high quality raw dairy. So. I really don't see any harm in it every now and then. I think, in fact, it's probably a benefit. I think what vitamin K is the one that I'm getting from that. So that's something. And I think you don't get that much vitamin K in a carnivore diet. I mean, you don't spell carnivore with a K, so that's understandable. But uh, uh, I figure you have to get it somewhere, right? I don't know how much you need, but um, that, that's one source. I've also been eating a lot of salmon roe, with, with salmon caviar they call it, but um, I've been eating a lot of it. So I have a feeling that if I were to test my vitamin D right now, which, you know, I haven't done and maybe I should, but I don't really want to go to any uh, medical institutions right now. But uh, I definitely think that my vitamin D is topped off. I've been eating a lot of salmon roe. And on top of all the salmon caviar that I've been eating all week, <laughs> I'm generating vitamin D right now under the sunshine. So I think I'm okay. I usually try not to supplement. I, I don't like supplements. It, it feels so clinical. I like to make sure that I get as much as possible out of my lifestyle, what I eat and what I do. But uh, I just admit that there are things missing from a modern or contemporary lifestyle. For instance, it's really hard to get enough minerals in our diet. So uh, while in the past we might have had just more exposure to different minerals in our, uh, you know, in the dirt and in our diet. Now we have to really seek them out. And after seeing what animals do, other animals do, there are goats that climb up the steepest cliffs just to lick the salt and get some of those minerals into their body. I'm telling you, it's mind-bending what they do. They climb, it's not even climb, it, is it climbing? They're, go, they're scaling up the wall like Dracula, but they're not after blood. However, what they're after is, is just as precious as blood to them. It's minerals. They risk their lives to climb these steep walls. They lick the minerals off the wall and then climb back down. And to them, that's worth it. That's, that's got to tell you something about electrolytes. So I try to take them really seriously now. And 
I've been actually supplementing with those. I got a nice supplement powder. It's unflavored. There's nothing in it but uh, magnesium, potassium, chloride, and a little bit of calcium. But there's no sodium, so on top of that, I add a little sea salt. And there are some brands that do have sodium, and I have gotten those, but uh, this one does not have it. So I think that, you know, it's not like I'm trying to replace nature here. I think that it's a good idea to avoid if I can. I'm sure if those goats could, they would just take a little scoop and have their electrolytes that way instead of climbing and licking mountains. So yeah, I do think that supplements can be a good thing. I think that it's best to try to get as much as possible from things like food and lifestyle, sunshine, salmon roe, beef liver. I'm eating a lot of, I still have a lot of beef liver. Grass-fed, grass-finished beef liver is to me the ultimate superfood. <laughs> Blueberries, <laughs> blue, I can't believe that anyone even considered any kind of a berry or a leaf anywhere near <laughs> beef liver. The nutrition in beef liver is so dense, so rich, there are so many vitamins and minerals. As long as that cow lives as natural a life as possible, that's going to be some of the most natural, potent nutrition that your body can take in. And your body will welcome it. That's why bodies crave meat, because our bodies welcome the pure nutrition in meat. I was just at a freedom rally. I've gone for the past couple of weekends to help demonstrate. In fact, the first one was the worldwide demonstration for freedom. But across the world, there were people protesting all of the draconian measures that are being taken to, you know, supposedly help everybody. But we see more harm than good coming from the way things are being handled. And so we're just speaking out. But a lot of people there, uh, even though they were concerned about the Great Reset, like I am, the World Economic Forum had this, has this Great Reset. People are calling it a conspiracy theory, but it's right there on their website that they have big plans to overturn the nature of society. And they're openly trying to use any crisis to get their plans in motion. And a lot of it's happening right now. One of the things in the Great Reset is veganism. This really big push toward veganism, synthetic meat, and uh, eating bugs, apparently. And a lot of people who argue for a natural lifestyle, holistic health, all the things that I, be I believe in these things, but they go about it the vegetarian or vegan way. And I get it. I understand why they do it, but uh, that would not work for me. That would mean a severe decline in the quality and bioavailability of my nutrition. So I would suffer physically, mentally, in all kinds of ways. And uh, also, I'm very sensitive to a lot of plants. So I would just be sickly. I can't go that way. I need to keep eating meat. I am defending my right to eat animal products until the day I die. But I do feel a bit out of place uh, among people I agree with on many different things. I just, as a hardcore meat eater, as someone who only eats animal products, fatty red meat every day, uh, I just, I really don't fit in dietarily. We actually went to a restaurant after one of the rallies. Not, not just any kind of restaurant, a Thai restaurant. Now, 
I knew that it might be a little tough for me to find something in a Thai restaurant, but I didn't know how tough it would be. Or I, I couldn't have any noodles, I couldn't have any sauce or anything like that, and I didn't want anything like that. But there weren't a lot of other options, so I ended up getting just a piece of salmon. That was it. I got a piece of salmon and I had some water. <laughs> salmon and water. Hey, those go together, but man, some places are, it's just not, I don't do a lot of restaurants, so. Uh, I just try to play along and see what I can get wherever we go. As long as it's not a vegetarian restaurant, I can probably find something. And even there, if they have cheese, we can talk. But you know what's cool? No one judged me. Actually, you know what? One of them did say, you know, eating all that meat, after a while, that's gonna kill you. We had a brief discussion about it, and uh, I don't know if I got through, but at least... Maybe his mind will be open a little more. I told him that I used to be pre-diabetic and obese and that I, I had all, all my chronic issues that I used to have. I laid it out for him as much as I can remember because really, it's a long list. I have to write it down. I have to start carrying a written list of all the conditions that I had before I went carnivore. Every now and then, I just have to stop and marvel at how much carnivore has done for me. For those of you watching the video, I keep moving to <laughs> catch more sunlight because there are some trees blocking the sun. And also for those of you watching, uh, as you can see, I have shaved my beard off. I have a stubble beard going, but uh, yeah, I started over. I kind of wish I hadn't, but I was trimming it down and took it down a little farther than I expected to, and I just had to go with it. You know, sometimes you just have to go with it. And it's nice to feel the breeze on my face again and to have some sunshine on my chin. But I am going to grow my beard back. For those of you who are keeping track, I am still taking driving lessons. I'm not done yet. I do not have my license yet. And I think that uh, right now I have to focus on some other things uh, while I <laughs> prepare to get a home outside of New York because I think I might actually have to leave the state. I don't know, maybe I can still just move upstate, but I'm starting to think I have to actually leave New York, the state, because um, certain things are happening. Our disgraced and disgraceful governor has rolled out the Excelsior Pass. Excelsior! And uh, that... I'm not looking forward to that. It's technically already here, but uh, right now it's just that uh, stores have the right to require proof of vaccination for entry, but uh, it's not ubiquitous quite yet. I think they're testing it in Madison Square Garden first, and uh, hey, I got to go to the garden once. I don't even like going to stadiums, but or stadia, but I uh, wanted to see Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath, the band that started heavy metal. So uh, that was worth it to see them. But I don't think I'm going to any concerts anytime soon, at least uh, not in the state of New York, not the way things are going. I recently had a longtime subscriber ask me, where's the tyranny? She wasn't able to see the totalitarianism that I was pointing out and you know we're gonna just have to agree to disagree but days later the Excelsior Pass landed and let me just tell you why I think the Excelsior Pass is just such a terrible idea 
And since this is such a touchy subject, I'm going to try to focus on just the parts that I think are obviously problematic that more people can probably agree with. Okay, so first of all, they're telling us that the vaccine does not necessarily stop the spread and it doesn't stop you from catching. So what does it do exactly? You still have to wear a mask, you still have to socially distance. So you have to take this experimental vaccine, which is not going to prevent you from catching or spreading it and is not approved by the FDA. It is still not approved by the FDA. It is still under emergency use authorization. And yet it is being demanded, mandated, before any kind of clinical trials. We are the test if we take it. And there are people having adverse reactions. So I don't understand why I would take the risk of taking a vaccine that does not stop me from spreading it, does not stop me from catching it. It may reduce my symptoms if I catch it, but I'm in a low-risk category and I'm in very good health, so I would actually be risking my health more by taking it and I would not be preventing myself from spreading it to others or catching it myself. And yet they're demanding I take this. I don't get the logic. If everyone else gets it, they might have a reduction in symptoms unless they have an adverse reaction making them very sick or worse. Uh, you know, that's up to them. But to risk my health when it's not even going to help anyone else, they're going to demand that? <laughs> I don't think so. So uh, don't forget that you were born with all the rights in the world. You were born with every right to do everything or to not do anything. You have every choice in the universe. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. You have full authority over yourself. It is your body and it is your choice in all matters. At one of the freedom rallies, a Holocaust survivor spoke up, Vera Sharav. She compared mandatory masks with the yellow star that she had to wear in the concentration camp as a child. She also pointed out that the Excelsior Pass was developed by IBM. IBM provided the punch cards. They oversaw the system that was used to track concentration camp prisoners during World War II. IBM worked directly with the Nazis, a totalitarian regime, a murderous regime. And they're working with totalitarians now. So that's all I have to say about that. It is tyranny, it is totalitarian, and you're free to disagree, but that's only because we have freedom. <laughs> you know, one day we might not be free to disagree anymore, and that's what I'm worried about. We're already kind of not free to disagree, and that's a problem. Uh, on an individual level, we have that freedom, but uh, these speaking these words could get me deplatformed. Uh, it's a risk I'm willing to take because 
I'm gonna butcher this quote, but I believe it was Zora Neale Hurston who said, if you're silent about your pain, they will kill you and say that you enjoyed it. And I think that's the case now. We used to uphold freedom as sacred in the United States. And I don't see that anymore. Now it seems like freedom is considered a, a burden. And that's a concern because, uh, you know, the Constitution is still there and I still live by it. And I'll say it again, we are all born free. Uh, the only rights we lose are the ones we give away. So um, remember that you're free. That's all I have to say. And try to stay strong, stay positive, and don't let anyone bully you around. Thanks for listening to me rant a bit. Uh, these things are weighing heavily on me as someone who lives in New York City. I've been living in New York all my life. I was born in Brooklyn. I did not think I would live to see this day, but wow, I might have to leave New York State altogether. And while I was planning on living on an isolated homestead, I'm starting to think I might want a community. So. I'm becoming more of an activist. I think I want to support more of a liberty movement instead of just being off on my own in some distant corner. So I'm looking at the Free State Project in New Hampshire. One of you mentioned that to me, thank you. I'm looking at Florida, I'm looking at Georgia. Uh, there are options, but um, I might have to leave the state. And until I can finally get out of here, I'm gonna do my best to take good care of my health and uh, my freedom to stay as free and healthy as possible. And of course, I encourage you to do the same. Thanks again for joining me, and I'll see you again soon.